This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to make in yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Welcome to this episode. And today I want to talk about how spaciousness will release your superpowers. So I'm really excited to talk about this today because it's something that I've really been on the journey of this year. And it's also something that is a continual process of evolution and checking in and connection with my clients. And it's something that once you learn how to create more spaciousness in your life and work, it will really fuel your business as a visionary founder. And I also know as visionary founders, sometimes this can be challenging, right? Because you've got a business that's growing, that you want to build, that you have constant new ideas for, because that's part of being a creative visionary. And also you'll have many other things in your life, whether that's family, children, other priorities, other things going on. So for me, this has become such a key thing over the last couple of years, but particularly this year. So if you've listened to my story, you'll know that I got divorced in the last couple of years. It was finalized this year. I am essentially a single parent right now. I have a nearly 10-year-old. So I run a house and I have my daughter and she has a school and all her clubs and all the different things that she loves to do. And I'm really expanding and building my business. And so I got to a point earlier in the year where I was like, wow, it feels like a lot. Oh, my Lord. And actually, do you know what? If I'm honest, I got into a bit of kind of victim mode. Well, I'm a single mom. I have it tough because I'm a single mom. I have no help. I have no support. You know, I have to look after Ella Ray and I have to do every bedtime and empty every dishwasher and do all these things, right? And there was no spaciousness in my business all my life. And I was used to having every weekend off when LOA was going to stay with her dad, but that's not happening right now. And so I think it, it contracted everything for me. I lost this window in my schedule where I could just sit in bed and think and dream and let my mind wander, which is always where I have my most brilliant ideas and where you will have your most brilliant ideas too. So, you know, creativity, as we know, doesn't come from a schedule. It's not like, oh, I will set aside two hours on a Friday and I will be creative. It comes when it comes, you know, but you have to allow enough freedom, enough spaciousness, enough gap in your schedule to enable that to happen. So I have, you know, I had, I've got a dog walker, I had a cleaner. And so I did have some support, but I kind of convinced myself on a sort of energetic and emotional level that I was on my own, that it was all down to me. And therefore, what happens energetically, I was creating that reality. I didn't have a lot of support around me. It did feel like it was down to me. (laughs) And I, you know, really, I should know better, right? But this is the human condition, that we start to perpetuate these stories, these beliefs, these things that we tell ourselves. And so I took on a new business coach this year. And when I first started speaking to her, she was kind of like, well, you know, where's the time? You know, you want to create this new thing. You want to tune into the next pieces of your business. You want to launch new things. Where's the time coming from? Because right now it doesn't look like there's any time in your schedule. 
And what's interesting is when we're in the busyness, when we're in that that space where there is no time, that's obviously not true. It's just a, a reality that we've created. But when you look at your diary and it's blocked and it's booked and you just think, holy moly, there is no space in there. And I get to that point. My clients get to that point. You know, I say, well, look at your diary. And they they just feel deflated looking at their diary. It's like, oh my goodness, where is the space for me? Where is the space for me personally? Where's the space for my relationship? Where's the space for my kids? Where's the space to even the diary starts to be in control of you versus the other way around, which is very disempowering and really doesn't feel good. So I was kind of looking at my diary thinking, wow, there is literally no time in there. And there's this counterintuitive, not counterproductive, counterintuitive thing that happens that when you start to step out of that and go back to your vision, go back to what you really want to create, go back to what you want your life to look like. And you think, okay, how do I want my week to be? So for me, I was kind of like, I want one creative day. I want a day where I have no calls in the diary and I can just be, and I can go to the beach or I can sit and write, or I can do whatever, I can record a podcast, but I have nothing to do. It's just time for me. I also want to have Thursday afternoons off because that's when my daughter has a half day at school and I want to be free. I want to pick her up and I want to do play dates or go somewhere with her and have fun. So that's already like a day and a half that I'm taking out of my schedule that I'm not going to book, which is quite a big decision, right? But what's happened is somehow I've managed to create something where I seem to be doing, I haven't taken, I haven't lost any clients. I haven't taken things out, but I am managing it in a different way. And I've just said to my PA, okay, this is where I want things booked in. This is where I don't want things booked in. Nothing goes on on in on Friday unless it's an emergency. You know, that's my creative time. Nothing on a Thursday afternoon. And somehow, kind of miraculously, (laughs) my diary's worked itself out, right? And I still got my clients in there. I'm working slightly longer days. So I'm now also open to support, open to creating different ways of working. So I'm actually today and tomorrow meeting some housekeepers, stroke people that can do some pick up and drop offs for me at school. And again, I kind of like thought in my mind about what I really wanted. And I've already got people who I've spoken to who seem brilliant, you know, and I'm like, can you do pick up and drop offs? Can you do it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all fine. Right. And I'm also co-creating that with LRA. So I said to LRA, well, you know, if I could not do the pick up and drop off two days a week, I could work longer on those days. And then I can have this other time off and I can be really focused and not trying to split myself between you and work and blah, blah, blah. And she was totally up for it. She didn't even, she was like, yeah, cool. You know, it was no question to her. She didn't see that as, oh, I don't get mummy time. It's like, yeah, I can see that. If you do that, then I get this. So it's also a co-creation with her. And I think it's really important that we co-create personally with people in our lives so that the other person is not feeling resentful of what we're doing, but we've kind of like discussed it and agreed it and worked it through. So that's my intention now is to work slightly longer days, not long, long days, but slightly longer days on a Tuesday and Wednesday, have my Thursday afternoon off with LRA and have Friday as my creative time. And that feels great to me. I'm like, oh my goodness, that feels so expansive for me that it feels like I've literally expanded time, you know? that I've got my spaciousness back and I'm so excited to have that time and to 
think and to connect and to see what emerges. You know, I still have the same number of hours in the week. I haven't yet discovered how to change the kind of time-space continuum. Um, So, you know, arguably, I still have the same number of hours in the week. But there's something about being serious about that spaciousness and almost making that the first priority as a visionary founder. Because what I know for myself and for you guys who are listening to this podcast, and I'm sure you're nodding along if you're listening to this, is that you need the space. That probably when you first created the idea for your business, when you had that thing that you channeled in that dropped in out of nowhere and you thought, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. You did it from a space of spaciousness. You did it when you weren't busy running around doing other things. You did it when you were connected and really feeling into what needed to happen. And so that's where you need to be, right? That's where the spaciousness comes from. That's where miracles come from. That's where creativity comes from. And that's really where you need to be if you're going to create something miraculous in your life. So you literally can't create a visionary business without spaciousness. You absolutely have to have that visionary time because Other people can do other stuff in your business. You can hire somebody to run your business. You can outsource all kinds of things. What you can't outsource is you. So you being in your visionary essence, you feeling creative, you having that space to come up with the next brilliant idea and concept for your business is where your superpower is. That's why you're a visionary founder. That's why you're going to create change in the world. That's where you create something miraculous from. So you can probably feel this as I speak about it. I've also had the benefit of having a summer where I didn't do a lot of work. I had two weeks in Spain completely off. So again, I've sort of felt into that spaciousness and come back from holiday saying, I don't want to go back to being super busy again. I want to come back creating so much good stuff and feeling like I'm on holiday and feeling like I'm enjoying my life and not needing a holiday. So my my intention now for myself is to create some really amazing stuff between now and the end of the year. I'm recording this in September and also get to Christmas feeling energized, you know, rather than what most of us do is get to Christmas going, oh my goodness, thank goodness it's Christmas. I'm on my last legs. I don't want to live like that anymore. And I don't think we need to. I think when we create our spaciousness, when we are the creator of our reality, when we stop being reactive, then we can create amazing things. And that's what I want for me. And it's what I want for you too. You know, I've always said that this is not just about creating an extraordinary business. It's about creating an extraordinary life. And if you're really tuned into your bigger purpose and vision in life, you know that that goes across the whole of your life. So it isn't enough for me to be an amazing coach and create transformation for my clients. I also want to be an awesome mom and I want to have social time and I want to travel and have adventures and I want to manifest my brilliant house this year and I'm going to be in a new relationship. And, you know, if I said all that, you might think, gosh, that's a lot. How the hell is she going to do all of that? Well, you do it through spaciousness. You do it through being the creator of your reality. You do it by being tapped into that kind of quantum field and being in that space of potential and possibility. That's how you do it. There's no other answer. If you try and do it from, oh, I will look at my schedule and try and create space, it just won't happen. It's just a different energetic. 
And I've talked before about being in that kind of feminine rather masculine energy. There's been something for a long time and I feel like it's dissipating now, actually, particularly in people who are starting up businesses. If you look on social media and all the stuff for entrepreneurs about hustling and working hard and striving and, you know, this whole like create a six, seven figure business, you know, push, push, push. And I feel like that's dissipating now. And we're realizing that that masculine energy is not going to give us what we want. It's not going to give us that life and business that we want. And I don't know about you, but I have no intention of giving up my life for the next few years to build a business. I want to be with my daughter. I want to enjoy every minute. I want to listen to all her stories when she finishes school. I want to do amazing things at the weekends. And so for me, the whole thing has to tie together. And I think also, unless you have all the pieces of your life tied together, you're not in alignment. And I've had that in the past where I've been totally me in my business and on point and doing these amazing things. And yet my life has been out of whack. And now I know that for me to be in my biggest power as a visionary founder and for you to be in your biggest power as a visionary founder, you have to be aligned across all aspects of your life. You have to be you, the best you, the most amazing you across all aspects of your life. And that's when it becomes easy and effortless and also really fun. So being in this feminine energy, allowing, receiving, really tuning into what's next for you, having that fun bit where the creative ideas flow through. I've had that experience this week of like waking up at three in the morning with my brain buzzing around. And a couple of times I've come up with kind of names for things I want to create my business and I'm straight out of bed and onto one, two, three reg, checking the domain names and looking around to see if anyone else is doing those things. I love being in that space. It's my favorite place to play. If you're a visionary, if you're creative, then it's probably your favorite place to do too. And I say the challenging piece is when you're not in it and you're creating, you know, from that busyness, it's really hard to even see where the space comes from. So my top tip on the spaciousness is don't try and create it from where you're at. When I first had this conversation with people and I was on Zoom with a client, for example, the first thing they do is start looking at their diary. Oh, I suppose I could take this out. I suppose I could take that out. And I'm like, no, stop. Come away. Go and sit somewhere completely away from your computer. (laughs) Feel into it. What do you want to create? What do you want to create for yourself and your family? What's the balance? What's the flow? What's the momentum that you want in your life? And then from there, you can look at what's most important. And from there, we start to make decisions. Okay, do you know what? I don't need to be involved in that, actually. Or what if we just focused on these three amazing things and we put back some stuff? This has also been a big thing for me of like not having to think that if somebody gets in touch with me and wants to work with me, I have to respond immediately because I have this very helpful kind of side to my character. And rather saying, well, no, actually, I don't have a slot to talk to you for two weeks. Is that going to mean they don't want to talk to me? Unlikely. And if you're in the spirit of abundance, then if not them, then somebody else. But actually, no one ever says, oh, if it's two weeks, I can't talk to you. You know, it never happens. So looking at your schedule from that bigger space, from that space of spaciousness, vision, what am I creating? And not even going near your actual schedule until you feel energetic and like, wow, I'm going to get in here and create change. Because I can tell you the difference for me from where I was feeling quite, not overwhelmed, like I was still excited, I was still like loving my life, but just knowing that the balance didn't feel right to me and I didn't have that 
recuperation space that I need because I work very intensively and energetically with clients. I need also need my space to really recuperate, be my own energy, just have that kind of like different kind of energetic in my life. So nothing has changed on the outside. And again, I'll say this over and over again. We are not defined by our circumstances. We define the circumstances. It's energy first. So get your energy right, get into your vision, feel what you really want to create. And there from there, you can look at your diary and create all sorts of possibilities that you won't see when you're in the midst of it. The second thing is, I think it's really good to co-create with the people around you. So mine and my daughter's relationship is very co-creational. You know, we talk about things. Well, how would it feel if I did this? If, if we got someone to help me out on a Tuesday and Wednesday, how would that feel for you? And I assumed in my head there'd be some resistance and there totally wasn't because she can see what's going on and we create this together. And so co-creating with the people around you. And also, I guess the third thing linked to that is just energetically allowing more support and changing the stories in your mind. So for me, I had this story about being a single mom and being the only one that could do everything, which is complete nonsense, right? But before you know it, you were living that story and creating more and more of that. And the more I've let that story go, the more support has flowed into my life and the easier things have become. And I was thinking this morning, I just had my heart full this morning of all the support that I feel around me, everything that I'm creating, the people that I'm pulling into my world who want to help and support and love to be in mine and LRA's life and, you know, really kind of want to step in and do something that's meaningful for them. So I'm always in that visionary to visionary space, you know, whether whoever I'm looking at in my life. And I was saying actually to the lovely Sarah, who's our dog walker, that Sarah to me is an extension of our family. We love it when she comes. I think she may love my dog more than me. (laughs) Rosie loves it because she gets to run with other dogs. It gives me some time and space back. It's a win, win, win for everybody. And so when you create the spaciousness, you start to create this different energetic, which is a win, win, win for everybody. So I win, LRA wins, my clients win, my business wins, the people that I'm employing around me win. And you get this whole energetic of love and support and that this is never transactional. It's always a kind of like how we work together and how we rise together, which is the new energetic that's coming through in life and business, I feel. So I want this for you. I want this sense of spaciousness. I want this sense of creativity for you because as I said before, that's your superpower. That's the bit of your business that no one else can do. If you are a founder, if you have created something or you're looking for that thing that you want to create in the world, you cannot do that without space. And it's where, you know, I have my best ideas when I'm sitting in bed in my PJs with a cup of tea on a morning that I don't have to be anywhere, or I'm walking on the beach with my dog, or I wake up at 3am in the morning and I've just got these ideas buzzing around me. That's when I have my most brilliant thoughts. And I'm sure that some version of that will be true for you too. So really question what's in your mind and what you're creating. We're so trained as humans to look at our schedule and go, well, look, see, there's no room. It's all right for so-and-so because they've got X, Y, and Z. They've got support. They've got a husband. They've got business partners. You know, they're not building a business from scratch. Whatever the story is, it doesn't matter. 
that spaciousness is there to be created. And when you create the spaciousness, I can tell you now the feeling of excitement and passion and fulfillment and joy that I'm feeling right now versus how I felt earlier in the year is just chalk and cheese. So as ever, I'm sharing my experience on this podcast so that you can feel into it. And, you know, whatever I experience, whatever one of us experiences in the world is possible for all of us. So when I rise, you rise, we all rise. Okay. So if I can create this from my circumstances, so can you, no matter what your brain and circumstances wants to tell you. So I want you to look for that spaciousness. I want you to go back to your vision, to get excited, to think about how you want to create your day and your schedule and your week and your year, and then create from there. And I can tell you absolutely that everything will still get done. It'll probably get done in record time (laughs) because you've got all the energy to do it. And you can really play with it and move from there. And this is really transformational. It sounds so simple, And yet it's totally transformational when I work with clients on this and when they really get this sense of why this is so important. So find the spaciousness, do things differently, challenge your assumptions. And I would love to hear what's on the other side. So as ever, if you've listened to this podcast and you love it, then do share it. Um, it, It's really kind of (laughs) been so successful, this podcast. I'm just in awe of it. And, you know, I just want so many more people to be able to live this way and to kind of revolutionize the way we live and work. That's my bigger mission in the world. So if that resonates with you and other people you know, then do share this and let's create this movement to change how we live and work. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect.